0: Hi, in this episode of Ivy Matters, we talk to Guru Charan Kumar of India about his work teaching the IB Diploma ESS course, but mostly we talk about taking his students on exciting trips to support the classroom teaching with real-life field experiences. Guru makes a great case for getting out there, but he also has tips for those of you wanting to plan for such a trip. He even tells a couple of harrowing tales which have created lifelong memories for both he and his students. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi, folks. Welcome back to IB Matters. And today I'm here with Guru Sharan Kumar from India. And uh, we have got a treat for you because he's got a couple of areas of expertise And as a science teacher myself, I'm really looking forward to a conversation about the Diploma Program ESS course. And if you don't know the acronym, he's going to tell you in just a minute uh, what that is. And then he also has done a lot of field trips with his students. And I saw some of the videos that he's produced. And by the way, he's a very good video videographer. And uh, we'll take a look at uh, kind of how he does that. And those of you that are interested in taking students uh, outside the classroom. He's got some good information for you on that as well. But uh, welcome to the show, Guru. And uh, why don't you start by uh, introducing yourself to folks?
1: Hello, IB Matters listeners. Happy to connect with everyone. So, John, my current role is an ESS teacher. I've been teaching ESS for the past 15 years. And my total teaching experience is 20 years. I'm an IB ESS examiner for the past 10 years. Besides, I'm running a clicking club in my current school, for student photographer. John, I want to say one important thing. My motto of teaching in my life is, millions saw the apple fall, but, but Newton asked why. So the curiosity is the wick in the candle of learning.
0: I love it. That's a great saying. I'd never heard that before, right. but uh, as right. a science teacher and specifically a physics teacher, I appreciate that someone like Newton <laughs> noticed that. So, yeah, that's cool. So tell us about your school then, if you would.
1: Oh, John. OK, that's a, that's, a thing, that's an important thing. That's important question. Uh, my school name is Parkways World School. Aravali. it is in uh, New Delhi, the capital of India, launched in 2003, it was the first ever IB Daycom residential school in north part of India. 34A campus ensures a beautiful environment away from the pollution of city life and offers the perfect setting for DP students to learn and grow, not only for students, also for teachers. The school is the number one international day residential school in Delhi, and the last 10 years I've been working here, and it has been the most fantastic experience for me as an DP teacher.
0: That's great. You know, there's, uh, as, as we'll share along the way here today, There there's a number of uh, links that you shared with me that I think we'll put on the podcast notes. So folks can see some of the video that you've done. And I believe uh, some, of the, some of your campus is in some of those videos, especially when the kids are loading buses and things. And I was very envious.
1: I request everyone have to go and see my link also. They will get an idea about many field trips which I've done.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into that. That's great. So now tell us a little bit more about yourself. When you first introduced yourself to me through uh, an email, um, I was very impressed with all the different uh, ways you've gotten involved in in uh, technology and education and, of course, uh, teaching science. John,
1: there's a famous quote states, teacher, open the door, but you have to enter yourself. This applies to me. In my life, I have created opportunity for myself and challenge myself in every stage of life. I have a graduated undergraduate and postgraduate in botany and a master of philosophy in taxonomy. Taxonomy is a science of naming, describing and classifying the organism. John do you know one thing I am a herpetologist who specializes in study of reptiles and amphibians. Hmm. And one important thing to all the listeners please note I am a trained snake catcher. <laughs> of course, some people will be scared about that. For last 10 years, I've been conducting many campaigns for school children on how to save and protect this beautiful animal, snakes, especially for the Indian snakes, the King Cobra. I've researched in naming the tree, and especially my thesis is based on the trees of Madurai City. Listeners, okay. those who know don't know about the Madurai City, uh, Madurai is the oldest city, one of the southern part of the India. Okay. I have conducted more than 503 surveys and included them on my thesis. John, I'm a passionate photographer. I train my students on photography through the clicking club. Also, I have conducted many events related to photography, competition, fundraiser, and carnivals in my school. I am also a tech person, YouTuber, blogger, adult specialist, video editor, and graphic designer. Yeah. This is a small introduction about me, John.
0: Well, it's been, you know, I was very impressed when I first saw your, uh, some of the links that you shared with me and just, I could tell by the quality of the videography and, you know, even the design work in the videography that you're doing, that you had an eye for that. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated by, I didn't realize that you were a herpetologist and I have a brother-in-law who is a herpetologist by profession. And, and, wow. uh, he's taken me on a couple of adventures in Southern Minnesota and, uh, Uh, It's really fascinating. I'm not personally uh, (laughs) grabbing the snakes myself. You know, and you mentioned King Cobra. Of course, that is, you know, globally, that is the marquee snake. I think when people hear about anyone who who would uh, handle a King Cobra, um, I I am uh, in awe.
1: (laughs) Actually, I request a listener to search about the King Cobra. This is the longest venomous snake in the world. It's a beautiful snake, an intelligent snake. I started my career to save and protect the King Cobra now that leads into a ESS teacher
0: wow you know that's just, you know that's a journey that I, I really appreciate we've had recent guests also that are you know you've got talent in a lot of way a lot of places and that's what i've learned in meeting so many of these uh, ib teachers from around the world you have a lot of different talents and you take the time and the effort to share those with students and uh, through your work i'm sure we're going to hear more about that so uh, so how can people get a hold of or get a hold of you, or at least um, take a look at some of the things that you've been doing through your online presence?
1: I am very active in SMP. SMP is social media pages. Yep. I am my team website, which is ESSGuruMantra.com, where more than 400 ESS teachers all over the world are using my website for all kinds of ESS-related resources. I have my own YouTube channel. It's called as Guru Chan Kumar. Where you can see all the beautiful places where I've taken my students on various field trips for the last 15 years. I have one more website called gurucharanmantra.com where you can see all the witness of my field trip. And listeners, and you can see all the links on the podcast.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll put all those in there, and uh, I've I've tooled around a little bit myself, and I'm I'm very uh, envious. There's some beautiful country anywhere you go, but in particular your area, you have some beautiful areas within reach, um, and we'll hear more about that. So, um, so let's go ahead and and start talking about the ESS course. First of all, you know the the ESS is Environmental Systems and Societies, and it's a unique course in the IB um, uh, playbook, if you will. The IB um, catalog, shall we say, um, because it does cross over different subject areas. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the course, how it's set up, and uh, and we'll talk more about why you think it's an important course to share with students.
1: That's a good question, John. IB, Environmental System and Society, is a two-year science course that provides the students with very different perspective on the environment. ESS emphasis is placed on the scientific detail of our local environment with the field work and the class lab time for hands-on experience. But this course is a transdisciplinary course that meets the both group 3 and group 4 in the IB. student will draw on concept from the natural science and apply with scientific understanding. John, please note, I will not give unit lecture and student I will not be expected to take a traditional lecture notes. Mm-hmm. In their notes, they will need to include a collection of case study, Official glossary and exotic glossary for the field trip plays a very important role to collect all this. Student will study eight different topics during the course and it's available only on the SL.
0: Yeah, so so when you say you uh, this the field trip plays an important role, are you saying that that's integrated into how you teach the course, that the expectation is that they'll learn from the field trip things to integrate into their work?
1: Yes, yes, John. What they learn in the class that they actually see on the outside for the field trip. That is an application-based subject. I don't teach only inside the classroom. I take my students outside the classroom. That's a real world. Because for me, IB is all about experience. It's not IB is not in the book. IB is not inside the classroom. Okay. IB is outside the world. For yeah. that, field trip plays a very important role.
0: Yeah. So the ESS, you know, for those that aren't familiar with the uh, the structure of the diploma program or or uh, the IB in general, the the transdisciplinary nature of uh, ESS. Uh, when you say groups three and four, the, the group three is individuals and societies, which is, you know, for some we call social studies or social sciences. And then group four is the sciences, the traditional sciences. And so this is a course that crosses over. Can you give an example of how the transdisciplinary nature of ESS uh, comes into play? In other words, where do group three and group four uh, inter- interact or, or uh, interrelate within the, within the curriculum?
1: Uh, so, Don, if you see very carefully for ESS, okay, it's, it's you cannot say it's a pure science in the trans. What is a transdisciplinary? You cannot say it's actually fully a science or fully humanity. It's a combination right. between the science and humanity that you can see. Because in ESS, people study a little bit about the physics. They study about the chemistry. They study biology. Okay. Right. So, it's a combination of all kinds of things which you can see in my subject. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. Okay. You can see it's called as a transdisciplinary subject.
0: Yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, let me let me dig. If you don't mind, I'll dig a little deeper. So let's say you're on a field trip and you're you're near a stream or a river or whatever. Um, Does the geography and and geology of the of the environment combining with the flora and fauna that you see? Is that how it kind of combines with the social sciences and the uh, and the uh, the humanities or geography, which is in the social sciences area?
1: Yes, you can say that one also because uh, uh, that is little, but part of the field trip. But if you consider the main part of the ESS, it goes with the uh, transdisciplinary in the means of the physics, chemistry, biology and the combination of the environment. That's why this subject is called environmental systems and society. It's not mm-hmm. only environmental system. I, we are not studying only environmental system. Gotcha. It's the environmental system and the humanities. That's, a, that's connected in time disciplinary.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. So why do you think it's important? Like your school has been doing ESS for a while. Why do you think, like some of our listeners might be wondering, well, maybe we should be doing ESS. So what is some some good points for why a, stu- why a school should take this up?
1: There's a nothing in a caterpillar that tells us it it's going to be a butterfly. It applies to the ESS subject. As we all realize later that the butterfly is coming from the caterpillar. ESS subjects provide a rich learning environment designed to develop 21st century skills. Listeners, please note 21st century skills, particularly in observation, inquiry, analysis, and communication. Each student comes to the ESS classroom with a different world experience. We know that IB students exposed to many other things to do better in school and universities. To become a successful student, he or she must relate what they read to what they experience. To think broadly, students need to have a various experience, especially in the IB world, students can relate to the ESS subject. As an ESS teacher, ESS field trip are essential. Why? Why schools should consider along with ESS and the field trip what exactly? ESS along with the ESS field trip. It's hands-on learning that makes the concept more memorable. Mm -hmm. Just think back what you learned in the school. The field trip which you took and you Mm -hmm. learn on them are still in your most of your important concept. I think, John, ESS has become a choice of those who love our world, environment, and Mother Earth.
0: Yeah. And so it's, what's interesting too, cause you're where you're located, obviously you have different uh, environmental system or environments to that you have access to, but wherever you're listening um, there are some interesting aspects of your environment. So if you are like in an urban area or if you're in a rural area in a, in a place in a you know out in the country say that you maybe go well this is kind of boring all there are is farms or something around you you'll find out if you got if you investigate a little bit there are things that are accessible there you know how that farmland got flat or or how the you know river cut the environment that you've taken for granted every day um, while sometimes when you in fact when you look at some of guru's uh, videos you're going to go well that's pretty exotic and beautiful and i don't have anything like that well every, each of us has an interesting environment near us that's within reach. And it's kind of up to the teacher and and uh, and, the, and the students to figure out what is interesting and worth exploring. Wouldn't you agree?
1: That, that's why, John, I told curiosity, okay? For IB educated, curiosity plays a very important role. Why I've taken so many field trips last 15 years, John, my curiosity, because travel expands your brain, your creativity, your curiosity. That is the one thing which I've learned beyond the ESS field trip.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think anytime you take students out of the out of the house, so to speak, and I I mentioned to you in our introductory, you know, correspondence that I was a I didn't do very many field trips, but I took a lot of sports teams places, you know, we'd go a lot of places on buses and learn things. And it, it's always interesting when the students get out of the house, so to speak, um, they become uh, they They learn a lot of things. We learn a lot more about them. And there's some other skills that are built up when they are traveling. That they don't uh, necessarily develop while they're in a classroom. So whether you know whether it's for sports or or education, uh, getting students out and about and traveling together with their leaders, I think is is a very worthy goal. And I appreciate that you're here to talk about that today. So um, what are some of the main things that you found uh, the best reasons to take field trips for your IB course?
1: Oh, fantastic question. Maybe I can give a TED talk about this one, but I cannot give a <laughs> TED talk. So I'll go with the five important uh, points, John. Okay. What What is the five main reason IB field trips are important? Maybe this could be helpful for all the new teachers who are listening to this particular yeah. podcast uh, who want to explore the world after field trip. Yeah. Number one, John, I would like to say this field trip, especially ESS field trip contributed Significantly to cognitive development of IB students. Mainly because educational travel allows students to witness authentic things beyond the theory of subject by experiencing and seeing in real life. Number two, the benefit of ESS field trip contributed significantly to student career development and social skill development because IB students feel the sense of enjoyment which offers them to acquire the fresh perspective and learn new things to witness the different sides of the country.
0: Well, one of the things, yeah, let me me just interrupt you at number two there. So one of the the neat things about that too, and I've witnessed this with students, is that when they see someone doing a job, they kind of want to know more about that job and how that person got that job. If they see something cool, like exactly. if they speak to a, say a ranger at a park at a national park or whatever, uh, they go, well, that's kind of a cool job. I would, that would be something because they're in this age where they're trying to figure out what they want to do. Like you said, career development is a, uh, is forefront in their mind or front of their mind in many cases. And and so getting out and seeing people in the real world doing that, because really, honestly, they've mostly just seen their parents, their parents, friends, and their teachers. And uh, that's a very limited scope. So when they start to get out in the real world, I think that's a really great point that uh, they can start seeing some models for who they might become.
1: Yes, John, because to understand the world, you have to travel. Mm-hmm. And without the traveling, you cannot understand. But that takes into the number three point, why ESS field trips are important. It has been observed that students appear to come out of their shell on field trip, becoming creative and displaying leadership quality. John, if you very carefully, if you see all my field trip, I will appointed my student as a team leader. Take For example, the last field trip I went on the 2019, I have taken to students to Sundarbans. So students, team leader, they conduct everything. I, I don't do anything. If people who are going to watch my all my videos, they can see all these videos, everything done by the students. Mm-hmm. That takes into the number four point why yes field trip are important. Please note, listeners, field trips encourage a critical thinking skill. IB is all about the critical thinking. Okay, and that is not in the textbook. Let's say, John, if you are teaching your student about dinosaurs. One way you can do this to force them to memorize the different types of dinosaurs, or how they went extinct, or how they look like. So, okay, this is a way. Mm-hmm. But, but you will be telling the students what to think to this kind of method. However, if you take them to a museum, it's a full of dinosaur skeleton. Without telling them about the dinosaurs, they will try and think by themselves, which is much better than you telling what to think. If students know very little about dinosaurs and check the skeleton of the fascinating animal themselves, their critical knowledge develops. Mm-hmm. So I request all IB educated if you want to open the critical knowledge of the students. Students' field trip plays a very important role. That I'll go with last point: that is, field trip plays a very important role for students gaining lifelong memory. Teachers, please note, if you want to create a memory, the memories is not inside the classroom. Mm -hmm. Even I have realized after only five years, okay, (laughs) in my teaching, the memories is not inside the classroom. It's not in the laptop. It's not on the screen. It's not on the ESS textbook. When we take the students outside the classroom and allow them to work as a team outside, they all come up with a comfortable zone. They learn to work with others, social skill, communication, everything. This is IB. Mm-hmm. The IB is all about a critical thinking that is outside the classroom is not inside the classroom.
0: Yeah, no, definitely for sure. So I definitely. appreciate that. Thanks. That's a, so now uh, with our listeners, you know, kind of from all over the world, as as we talked about, uh, what do you consider? You know, what should they consider when planning a field trip or thinking about uh, of doing a field trip? What do they What do they need to consider to get started?
1: Oh, fantastic one, uh, John. There is a single there's no single way to conduct a field trip. And even you don't know, find a book or TEDx talks about organizing field trip. It's all about a perfect planning. Take for example, John, I I want to say there's a famous South Indian food is called a dosa. Okay. Uh, Maybe people who are listening that one, okay, from South part of India, they know about it. If you want a perfect dosa, okay, you have to make a perfect planning. Because... If you miss that planning, the DOSA cannot come. Why Mm -hmm. I'm telling about the DOSA? Because I'm a part of the South. DOSA plays a very important role in my culture. So I would like to say two resources to those who are looking for the ESS field. trip. The first one, please go and see my YouTube channel, uh, where I've uploaded numerous field trip videos, giving ideas to organize the trips. People who are watching my YouTube channel, they will get and understand how you can take your students for ESS field trips. Second one, that is the best one, John, which I have learned in my experience. The second is talk to your students. Get the ideas about a field trip. Where do you want to go? How we can organize? Okay, What is the best way to make it exciting? Talk to your students and they will come up with everything. Give the mm-hmm. responsibility to students because this is all DP1 students. They will come up with each and every idea that makes you your perfect field trip.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know that again that I try to reemphasize this every time, every chance I get. But one of the recurring themes in the IB program at all ages is the uh, the idea of agency, and it starts with little uh, kindergarten and first year students and goes on right through the high school students that the development of agency and the fact that the students make some choices. And as they get older, these choices have more significance, of course. And what you're saying is that this is pretty significant. You let the students make some decisions and, and to think about what they want to do. And you as a teacher, I'm sure it's your job to see if you can make the magic happen <laughs> the way they want. Of course, they, they probably have some crazy ideas, but, uh, you know, you know, you can tell crazy from the, the possible. So, um, you know, give it a shot.
1: Yes, John, that is a penta. That's a way you would develop your relation with your students. Because, John, in my 15 years, my all the rapport on relation with the students start from the years of field trip. Because inside the classroom, there's a tight, little, tight, little bond will be there. But once you go outside the student, you will see that the real nature of the students that yeah. is outside the classroom.
0: Yeah. 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 And so let me just ask this. I'm not sure if you want to answer this question, but um, what, what do you do about resources? You know, some schools, they feel like, well, I can't even afford a bus to take kids anywhere. Is there anything that you've found successful or heard from other people who have uh, needed to uh, raise funds to, uh, to take a trip?
1: Yes, John. Okay. take for example, A field trip is not, you have to take a travel, long duration or long time flight, everything. If you take your students a backside garden, that's a fantastic school garden. If you mm-hmm. take a students a tree, explaining about the concept, the leaves, and the branches of uh, the shapes of the tree. That's a field trip. Field trip is not like that. You have to take the entire day, the yeah. one hour, two hour taking outside the class. The main concept is take a student outside the classroom, the real actual world. Okay, IB world is outside the classroom. Teach them by watching the sky, tree, bird sound. Okay, ladybug, birds. That is enough. But if you want to take a bus, if you go for the museum, this is all depend on how actually you go and approach with the school management. Of course, you need uh, your principal, your coordinator support. Based on that, you have to work. Take John, yeah. I don't do the field trip. Just like take for example, for me, for conducting one field trip, it took almost eight months. It's eight months planning. It's yeah. starting from school permission, parents, students, booking flight ticket, each and everything. It's eight months military precision planning.
0: Okay. And do you do it entirely uh, in-house, or do you sometimes use an outside uh, group that organizes student trips, or are you doing it kind of on your own?
1: Uh, No. Basically, John, I do it myself only. If someone approaches me, yes, I have done it for outside also. There are many people approaching me, and I've taken that particular school student also outside. I've conducted
0: Okay, so then we were talking about, you know, uh, simple and, and more complex field trips. So, uh, why don't you tell us about some of the exciting experiences and maybe some of the favorite places you've taken students?
1: So I'll go back a little bit, 2013, John. John, yeah. this is about all my experience, what happened, one of my field trips. Okay. okay? Uh, still, still, I cannot forget, this uh, still that particular experience in my dream and whenever i'm starting my grade 11 class introduction i always tell my this story to, to my today to make exciting about the class yeah. what about I john I, I have taken 2013 uh, 20 students to the ESS field trip south part of india this particular place is called let's say, nilgiris this is this called nilgiri this is a western ghat there's a ghat is called the eastern and western ghats so i have taken a student a western ghat so we traveled inside the forest we started the, in the morning we traveled inside the forest and then when we come back, we, uh, it, it was around six o'clock. But before we crossed the uh, uh, particular uh, check post, it was, we are stopped around the six o'clock. It was evening, 6 p.m. And then the particular guard told uh, the 6 p.m., you are not supposed to cross here because you have to cross another forest. Then you reach your uh, guest house. So they sure. told, we cannot do it. It's a government order. You have to be stay here one day. So it was uh, 6 p.m. So we thought, okay, 6 p.m. It's a we are near in the forest guard, so it's very safe everything. And around the seven o'clock, okay, all the forest guard people left. Okay, we are in the middle of the forest. It's a uh, it's a mini van. So we, all the twenty students have stayed along with one more teacher. And then it was a night again, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and we got scared. Okay, it is the middle of the forest. No, there's no pitch dark, no light. And we started hearing the uh, 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 howl sound and an eagle. Okay, <laughs> lot of wow. noise was getting. Then I was starting my ghost story. I want to make little more experience, so I was telling the oh, ghost you, story uh, my students. That's
0: that's a, all, That's a, that's that's almost mean. You <laughs> you <you've laughs> got them in the middle of the forest in the dead of dark, and then you start telling ghost stories.
1: Then all, so so I, I I make sure no one was slept on that night. Till yeah. 4 a.m. We are talking about all the story. But it was a pitch dark. Everyone was scared. And around the morning 6 a.m. Again, the forest guard came and opened a checkpost. And we went and uh, to our guest house. Okay, So that whole night, we stayed inside the forest in a van. That particular That's... experience, oh, wow. my God. That I, I cannot forget. That's a one experience. And another important experience, John, I would like to shout to everyone. It happened in the 2019 field trip. Uh, 2019, I have taken the student sundarbans The video is also available on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. This particular place is the largest mangrove forest in the world. This is a place called West Bengal. This is uh, west of the India. And I have taken 50 students, this particular field trip. So what happened, John? This is a tiger zone. We went to the tiger zone. It's a This particular Sundarban is located Ganges of the river, uh, Ganga. Okay, mm-hmm. see, we, we went near the river and we are doing the water testing. There were around 25 students were doing the water testing. It's a, a in, very deep inside the forest. We got a permission from the forest department that we are doing. And there were some forest uh, guard, but they are just uh, in, in the boat. I've taken 20 students and doing the water testing. And there's a local uh, lady came and she was telling something to Bengali to all of us. We couldn't understand our language. She was telling, she was shouting, okay, in Bengali. But we couldn't understand what we are saying. And we are conducting a test on the water. Okay, okay. She was shouting like that. Well, 10 minutes she was shouting, but okay. We didn't could listen. Then after that, around 30 minutes, we conducted all the tests. We note down the test and we went to the boat. On the boat, there was a local guard was there and the local guard, I was asking, that lady was shouting, what? Okay, and we called the lady, what happened? And then the guard was uh, translating and we got a shot. what? Do you know uh, John? what she said? She said, uh, guys, please move from this side because two days before there was a big crocodile was there and it actually caught two man from this place and they died. Okay, this is not a place to do the water <laughs> testing. Please go away, still that crocodile is there. My god, my entire students, wow, crocodile. And John, do you know, John, my student did not scare, they want to see the crocodile. No, no, I want to see the crocodile. We'll wait, we'll go go and see the crocodile. This is Uh, one experience I cannot forget, John.
0: that is That is crazy. Yeah, if if you had understood what she was telling you, I suppose you would have probably (laughs) stopped the water testing, wouldn't you? I hope. No, John, I will
1: not no. do, okay? okay? That is, I'm a, I am will be a proper list taker because we all protected. We have forest guard everything because yeah. I've been done many fields. I know how to do it, but thank God, thank God there was no crocodile, okay? But if I would know about that one also, yes, I would take the risk. I want yeah. to take a risk. But, John, one important thing I would share, take for example this uh, I recently met some of the students 2019 went for the field trip. Okay, uh, I, I meant actually they came to my school and they all shared they remember collected, recollected all this experience. They did not talk about anything what happened inside the classroom, they did not talk about the 1.1 chapter, 4.1 chapter, how they went. And they're all their five students came now, they're all in different parts of the US. They came and met and they were sharing this memorable. We went for a field trip and we saw the crocodile we were about to see, but we couldn't see. they recollected. This is this is John. Yeah, this is yeah. a real experience of the field trip.
0: Yeah. And I think that's one of the fun things I've recognized when I've been on field trips or even taken sports teams. It's that moment you get back on the bus or you get back on your transportation home, that the noise level is just like they're just going. If they're not sleeping, they're talking about all the experiences that they had and and uh they're really exactly. into it. so yeah they remember all of exactly. that stuff so that's good fantastic yeah so um were there any other places you wanted to talk about or do you want to just talk about uh some of the places that you've been
1: yes yes john john actually one of my okay i've been many places john uh one of my favorite places which i want to take my students okay i was supposed to take the students on 2020 2020 this particular place but due to the pandemic i could not this particular place is called as majuli m a j u l i this is majuli island listeners mm-hmm. who are listening just go to google type it why why this is a favorite destination for every ess field trip teacher and this is a not not east of india there are three main reasons, John, why I my favorite place is Majuli, why I want to take the students. Number one, this is the biggest river island in the world. This is the biggest river island in the world. It's called as Majuli Island. Yeah. Number two, it is dying due to global warming. Instead of teaching mm-hmm. the global warming climate change in the class, I want to take the students. One place, the Majuli Island, where this island is dying. According to the UN World Report, this island will disappear Next 25 years, next wow. 25 years. Wow. And the third is it has more than under tribes in one island. Under mm. tribes in one island. Wow. This is some three reason why I want this is one of my favorite destination for ASS field trip, which where I want to take my students.
0: Okay. So, so now the, you're saying these different groups of people that are on the island, are they uh, welcoming to a group of students coming in? Is it something yes, that you yes, can experience?
1: Yes. Okay. I personally went to tribes, and I met so at my family trip. I went to Marjul I met so many tribes. That is one of the favorite places. These all tribes are very friendly. They welcome each and everyone.
0: That's that's great. And you maybe don't know this, but about half our listeners are in Asia. And so uh, a lot of people listening will be, have access to that area. And some of these places that you've mentioned, you have a list here on our notes that uh, of uh, about 10 places, it looks like. And, uh, based on the names they're all relatively close to you and so listeners can take a look at the podcast notes and see some of the places you've been of course and and in many cases they can see video you've taken in those places so people can try those out and I, I would encourage anyone who's listening who's not in South Asia that they're you know I'd love to hear from you about places that you've taken students so if you're listening to me and uh, us in Europe or in, in the Americas, please uh, share some of the places you've enjoyed going and and felt like, especially if you're an ESS teacher, what how you've been able to use those places. So please share that through our social media at uh, Matters IB or, or anywhere else. So I appreciate that. Uh, so what else, anything else you want to share about the ESS field trips? Uh,
1: yes, uh, John, I've taken, uh, I want to share some of the important places I've taken that uh, listeners also go and explore. Like for example, John, 2011, I've taken uh, one of the best field trips in my life. It's the Gangotri. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Himalayas where the, yeah, the river Ganges origin, Gangotri. 2012, wow. I've taken students to Nilgiris and Assam. 13, there's a wetland called Ropud Wetland and the Gil Forest. Gil Forest is the only place in India where you can see the Asiatic line. 2014, John. I would like to listeners also, please note this one. I have taken students 2014 Maga Kumbh Mela in Allahabad. This is the largest human gathering in planet Earth. This is the largest wow. human gathering. Okay, yeah. it's the Maga Kumbh Mela. It's a religious festival. But I have taken my students to study about a Kumbh Mela. Okay, people from abroad, Oxford, they are coming for this India to study the how. Okay, this particular one uh, festival is organized. I have taken the students say 2014. 2015, I went to Kashmir for students. 2016, in the name of the Anto Dea, John, please note the listeners also, I have taken the students, okay, traveling from Varanasi, that's uh, north of India, to the west of India, is West Bengal. In, a, mm-hmm. actually, in a, a temple, it's around 20 students from Varanasi to West Bengal. I have taken the students. It's called uh, Anto Deya. 2017, I've taken ESS field trip to Degaradun, that's another northern part of India. 18, Rishikesh, and 2019, my last field trip before the pandemic was the Sundarbans. That's a West bengal
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and I noticed that, you know, with uh, just one or two exceptions, you, you didn't repeat any in there. Have you found as a teacher, that's a, is that more challenging, or do you like that because you have new experiences and you learn at the same time as the students?
1: Oh fantastic question there thank you for the observation yes john i always actually take the students for new new places but please note john before i go for the field trip before i take the students for field trip i first personally go and see it okay i calculate each and everything it took that's why john i told you it took 8 months for field trip yeah. all this field trip is not like that okay this week plan the next week go it's mm-hmm. 8 months it's a military precision planning i i personally <laughs> don't want to take repeat my same places Because that don't give the excitement, that curiosity, that excitement, curiosity drives me for this kind of different places.
0: So let me ask you a question. So listeners will catch on. I'm sure that you've talked earlier about students making a lot of choices, but at the same time, you have spent eight months planning. So do you kind of when you offer the students choices, are you offering the choices within the parameters of what you observed? Tell, Tell us a little bit about that.
1: John, I have to do a lot of campaigning the places. Yes, John, that's a very good question. Before I go for, before I start this one, I select a four place. I go for voting for the students. So, so students will go and see, okay. I'll give you one week time. Okay, students, these are the four places. Say, okay, for example, John, before the Sundarbans, I given four places. There are four important mangrove forests in India. So I given that four mangrove forests in India. And student will go and I'll give you one week time. So they go and read, watch everything. Then they will come up, and we will have a group discussion. From there, I will take decide my final filter. But John, listeners, please note, it's not final. You and student, your school manager have to agree. Your the mm-hmm. parents have to agree. That's yeah. a, that's a way. Okay, uh, that's another difficult process. Of course, my school manager supported in, in immense way. Today I am here, it's because all my school management. Thank to my principal, school director, DP coordinators, all they supported me for different fields. They never ask one question. Okay, what is the safety of this one? Okay, why you are going this kind of field? Why you are taking a risky one? How dare you can take a place where a crocodile is also there? Why you are mm-hmm. sharing your place with crocodile? They never ask this kind of. Thing. They believe me. That's a way you learn that experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And of course you have, there's a lot of details that anyone that's ever taken students on a field trip or whether like I did a lot with sports teams, you've got to have their safety in mind. You've got to, you know, have options for like, where, where do we go if a student gets injured or what kind of first aid kits you have to keep with you and those kind of things. Those are details that go into that eight months of planning. You know, you have to be ready for that kind of thing. So um, I think, you know, it's, I think the message that I'm hearing from you is all that planning is worth it because the benefit for students is, is immense.
1: Yes, John. So that's why, John, I'll take this one as a final word. Mm-hmm. So, dear listeners, please note the importance of taking the students out of the classroom to observe, interact, and be impressed in history and the educational tours. As several learning benefits for students to obtain the practical information within the brain. They're saying, I hear and I forgot, I see and I remember, I do and I understand. This provides a backbone to a theory of retaining more information for the ESS field trip. So I request everyone to follow me on my S M P social media pages to know more about my ESS field trips.
0: That is that is wonderful, and so I, I thank you so much for your time today, Guru. That this has just been fascinating, and you know I enjoyed talking to you even before we started recording because you are a very uh, energetic gentleman and with lots of good ideas and a, and a great skill set. That I'm so uh, happy for your students that that they're able to benefit from that work. Uh, any final thoughts as we uh, as we yes, sign up?
1: Yes, John. I would like to thank uh, especially for you, John. You don't know how much revelation you are doing to the IB Matter podcast. Uh, As a teacher, I'm listening to your podcast for last one year. Whenever I'm meeting a new teacher, uh, I go for many workshops, I conduct a lot of workshops, I always refer your IB Matter podcast to teachers to listen because many teachers ask me, I want to understand IB, I want to understand what is happening. One of the best things I always refer your thing. Personally, for me, every week, I listen one podcast from you, okay? It gives a lot of information about... Because, John, I, I'm a teacher. My journey starts morning 5 a.m. and well, I don't get the time to read, to explore, to watch news. But through your IB podcast, I understand everything, what is happening in the IB world. Even IB don't have this kind of initiative. Salute to you, John. Sully to your website. It's a brilliant website. Listeners, I request everyone at least once in a week, you have to listen. Okay, all this John podcast is a fantastic one. Fantastic. Like a French Revolution, Russian Revolution, John you are making an iB revolution <laughs> to
0: your iB podcast man. Oh well that's a little too much but that's okay. I'll, thank you so much. I appreciate I appreciate your your endorsement. No, John, I'm going yeah, to have to make an ad out of that. I'll have to I'll have to put that out on my uh, on some some social media <laughs> myself. So thank you so much. Well, thanks again for your time today, Guru, and I uh, wish you so much luck as we hopefully come out of covid soon enough that you can get on back on the road and take some of those students on field trips very soon. Th-
1: thank you very much for the opportunity. It's a great opportunity for me. Me. and thank you all listeners who are listening this particular podcast okay it's, it's a great pleasure to all of you for virtually meeting through my voice thank you John
0: you bet be sure to check out the podcast notes to see the videos of the trips we talked about today and for other resources you can use to begin planning your own if you have a favorite place to take students please tweet it out and tag us at mattersib and also please tag guru at green guru 2013 We would love to see where you take your students all over the world. Now that we have over 70 IB Matters episodes covering a range of subjects, you can use our podcast webpage, which is organized by program and by topic. The link to the website is in our podcast notes also. We want to call your attention to our most popular page in the MNIB website. Go to www.mnibschools.org and follow the page link to Introduction to IB Programs. On this page, you'll be guided on a self-paced tour of the IB teaching philosophy and then to individual tours of the four IB programs. There is a reflection document to journal your thoughts and questions and links where you can learn more. It's perfect for teachers new to teaching IB and for others wanting to get an idea of what IB is all about. Stay tuned to the very end of this podcast to hear how you can share a public service announcement or advertise your IB-related products or services to our very global audience. Please find all of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts and click subscribe so you don't miss any future programs. Join our over 2,600 followers on Twitter at MattersIB. Also help us spread the word about IB by liking, sharing, and reviewing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In just two years, we've been heard in over 150 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.